Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. And, you know, today's message, like I said, is called Help Me. Very simple, help me. And I'm going to share a couple of my thoughts on where all of this came from. And like I said, God was really speaking to my heart this week because, like some of y'all even said already, you know, I have found myself throughout many times um, of my journey of motherhood. But, you know, even this week, just saying, Lord, help me. But literally, you know, like, God, help me because this is hard. <laughs> you know, so let's be real here. Motherhood is hard. Yes, yes, we all love it. And we all love our kids with every fiber of our being. We are not a bad and or ungrateful mom if we admit that it's hard. It's okay to talk about the sweet, memorable moments, and it's okay to talk about the moments that break us. We all have moments, days, seasons, phases that we experience as a mother that we have nothing left to say or do but cry out, help me God. Have you called out to God recently for help? Maybe for you, you're at your wits end with the nonstop tantrums over what seems to be silly situations. You know, um, I could say right now that it's been difficult um, with some of these tantrums lately coming. I literally am trying to understand sometimes like, how is this upsetting my beautiful child? How are you having it? But you know, that's just what it is. It, toddlers are experiencing big feelings, right? So it's hard. Um, so maybe you're at your wit's end with that. Or maybe you're so tired of trying to get through to your teenager who doesn't communicate back with you. You know, I, um, some of y'all here may have preteens, you know. Um, we had teenagers with us for a couple of years, and it's difficult sometimes to communicate to them. <laughs> Or maybe you're exhausted from simply the lack of sleep and you just want to cry. Have you ever been so tired? You're just like, I just want to cry because I just want to sleep. Is that so hard? It is that hard. Or maybe your child is sick or hurt and it has caused your life to flip upside down. Whatever it is, it seems that these situations stop us in our tracks and leave us in a state of surrender. It's okay to need help. It's okay to not know what to do. And it's okay to feel at your wit's end sometimes. But there is a God who wants to help when you feel helpless in this season of motherhood. You're not alone and it's all going to be okay. So help me. You know, I may not have ex ex uh, shared every example of our personal situations here. Uh, you know, those of us here listening of what's causing you to 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 share uh, to say to God help me what's causing you to feel like all I can say right now is help me because I don't know what to do for you that might look unique it might look different than what we're talking about but what is it for you that is leaving you feeling just those couple of words uttering out of your mouth help me you know today we're gonna talk about three topics three points the first one is desperate the second one is I don't know what to do. And the third one is mom tribe, mom tribe. So let's talk about desperate. Are you desperate for help? Do you feel like you're carrying the daily burden all alone? Do you feel like no one sees you reaching out your hand for help? You know, there is this um, 
funny, not so funny, but funny meme that I saw for Mother's Day. I think I might have sent it to Lucy. I'm not sure. Um, but where it was a, a, um, a picture of a mom reaching out her hand from uh, out of the water and it's just and that's it and then it was and then it said mother's day and someone high-fived that hand reaching out of the water saying happy mother's day and then the next day the mom is still reaching out for help and it's funny because it's like you know yeah high five you're doing a great job but she didn't get the help that she's like desperately you know looking for right funny but all of us could be like yeah that's not funny <laughs> um so you know do you feel like no one sees that hand you're not alone. Sometimes we're at, our en we're at the end of the rope or life events have hit us by surprise. We feel desperate for help and relief. A mom doesn't get a day off. No matter how old your kids are, whether you're a stay-at-home or a working mom, you still don't get a day off. There are days we're desperate for a break or just a moment to breathe, but who's gonna take your place? No one. <laughs> You have to keep going no matter how you feel, and that's the hard part. But even when we feel like no one sees us, God does. And even in this journey of motherhood, God desires to help in all the intricate details. The details of figuring out who will watch your kid while you have to work. <laughs> or how do you care for your kids while you're working from home? <laughs> Or how do you properly handle your two-year-old's tantrums without lashing out? How do you expect to be in a good and patient mood when you don't ever get any sleep? How am I going to be a mother of two or three or four if I can barely handle what I already have? You know, in these times, God is waiting for us with hands wide open, willing and able to help us. He doesn't just help us in the big situations in life, but in the little details of motherhood that can so easily overwhelm us. Desperate. And so I'm going to share a couple of verses. Um, and in Psalm 68, 19, it says, Praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. He daily bears our burdens. And so sometimes we don't, as a mom especially, we don't, necessarily feel like maybe God's in the midst of our daily details of motherhood or life but it says every single day the burdens that you feel on your shoulder the endless to-do list that you have in your head and as a mom you're literally like doing a task for your kids or life or work but how many of y'all have 10 other steps in your head that you're already trying to figure out how to accomplish those next okay washing dishes gonna get their let me get their meal and then what are you thinking about how am I gonna get this that one's going to be crying probably. This one has a nap time. This I have to get home from work and cook. You know, your head is 10 steps ahead. And that's a burden to carry. But it says that God helps you carry that burden daily. It doesn't just say like he helps bear your task. It says burdens. He knows that it's hard. And that every day brings maybe a heavy burden sometimes. But that he bears it with you. In Psalms 121 one through three, it says, I will raise my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? As a mom, have you ever thought that? Where am I going to get help? <laughs> Hello? Like, it's just me and you, buddy, you know, or two kids or three kids or four or five, whoever you're, <laughs> how many kids you have. You know, it's just me and you today. 
Um, maybe you have help. Maybe your mom came over, your husband's there. That's all great, right? But sometimes you're like, where is my help going to come from? And it says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. He is not going to allow your foot to slip. He is not going to allow you to lose it all the way. You know, he's going to come in. It says that he doesn't sleep. He watches over you day and night when you sleep or maybe one hour at a time, two hours at a time, whatever. He's awake and he's watching over you. And he is the one who brings you help even when no one else does. In Psalms 46, 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. He's a present help in trouble. He is there in the midst of the trouble, the burdens, the trials, the suffering, the whatever you're going through. It says, it doesn't just say he helps you when you're in trouble. It says he is ever present. He is like right there. And so many times we feel like he's not. And I get it. I do too because you don't always feel the butterflies or hit the goosebumps from his presence when you're when you're freaking out or you're trying to figure out how to put your kids to sleep and they're all crying at the same time and you're like, I thought I was about to sit down on the couch and breathe. And they're like, no, just kidding. You know, I'm joking, but or not really. But my point is, is that, you know, in those moments, it's not like you feel like, oh, the, the gushy presence of God. Oh, he's helping me. I feel so good right now. No, that's not what we're going to feel all the time. But that doesn't mean that he's not an ever-present help in those moments. The Bible, the Word, is saying that he is. It's not always going to feel like butterflies, but what it is is the truth, and he's there in the midst. And the last verse I'll share is one of my favorite ones, um, Isaiah 41.10, and it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. He won't only give you strength, but he's going to help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I mean, I just love that verse. It's so powerful. I could cry if I, you know, really um, allowed myself to at this very moment. But really think about it for you in your life right now. He says, I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen you. But not only that, I will help you. I will hold your hand. You know, like. He's our father in heaven holding our hand as a daughter. Yeah, we're grown. Yeah, we're adults and we have responsibilities. But imagine that feeling of your father, a good, good father, holding your hand and saying, I am with you. You know, I don't fully understand that, that feeling because for me, my, I didn't have like a very close relationship with my father. But sometimes God reminds me that way. I am that father. I am present. I do want to help you. I do want to hold your hand. I want you to be able to come to me and sit on my lap and say, I can't do this, and I will just hold you and embrace you. In real life, I don't know what that feels like, but God has shown me that that is who he is for me, and that is who he is for you. So whatever it is you need help with right now, call out to him and he will answer. He does not expect you to do it alone or to figure it all out, and he is not blind to your need for help. He is walking right beside you and helping you one step at a time. So desperate. That was our first um, topic, you know. So whatever you're feeling, whatever's left you feeling desperate, call out to him for help. You know, moving on to our second point. 
is I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's our second point. I don't know what to do. Have you ever just not known what to do in a given situation? Maybe you just can't figure out exactly what, um, figure out how exactly you were supposed to potty train your kid after multiple failed attempts. It's hard, right? But praise the Lord, our oldest, we just potty trained her and I thought it would be, we tried once before and it did not go as expected and it made me really intimidated to ever try again. But we did and thank God it worked. He gave us, you know, grace and wisdom and, and she's great. But sometimes you don't know how to do it. Like you think it's simple and it's not. Or maybe you didn't know how to discipline your kid when every method you've used seems to have no effect. Every kid is different. We all know that, right? And all of us, I'm sure, have tried different methods, read a book, or heard this advice from a friend, like, oh, I'm going to try that now. And some of our kids, it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And that's hard. I don't know what to do. Or maybe your child is having trouble in school, and you're not sure how to help. There are several different examples, I'm sure. We all we all have had our situations where we simply don't know what to do and that's okay every situation is unique and every kid is different there is no one size fits all solution but god knows exactly what to do for our situation specifically have you ever thought of asking god for wisdom in the very area you're stumped in and know that these messages and this message is not just for, you know, being a mom. Like, okay, God, what do I feed my kid? They never eat what I feed them. So I'm going to ask God, like, okay, God told me cookies and my kid ate the cookies, you know? It's a joke, but you get what I'm saying. But sometimes right now this could mean like a different situation. What about in your marriage or in relationships with your parents or maybe at work? Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you don't know what to do. But have you, have you stopped and said, well, God, I don't know. Let me ask you. He cares and he is willing to share his all-knowing wisdom with you. After all, he created every part of you, every part of your child, and he knows us more than we know ourselves. He knows our child more than we do. He foresees every confusing situation you've encountered, and he already knows the solution. But will you call out to him to find it? You know, um... I feel like so far throughout my three years of motherhood, um, have a lot to learn still. But so far, there's been moments where I don't know what to do, um, and I don't. And I literally will stop and say, God, you know, um, I need your wisdom. Like literally, though, when it comes to feeding my child, you know, like uh, you know how kids can be. Some will eat whatever you give them, and some are super picky, you know. And so I've with different ones of my children I'm like God like I want my child to eat and I need you to help me you know or there's been bigger situations like where they've gotten sick and I'm like I've heard different advice I've googled different things but in those moments I've like stopped and said God what does my child need right now and I have found that my that my God my God our God will give you these little nuggets of wisdom in the moments where you need it and I, for those of you who I've joked with and even show, uh, shared videos of, um, um, or you might have seen all my stories, because I think it's funny. Um, but Jules, my second child, she's my little spirit animal. She's just like mom, but in a two-year-old's body. Um, but that's a cute thing, but also very challenging, right? And so for some, she takes naps. She's two years old. She still has her one nap a day. 
and she's a good sleeper, right? She loves to sleep hard. Well, for some reason on Sundays, um, for those of you who I've shared this with, she doesn't nap all the time. And it's the weirdest thing. We go to church, we come home. It's a, we've taken her out for outings um, many times. We go to the zoo, this and that. It's overstimulating, but she still takes a nap, right? But for some reason on Sundays after church, we put her down for a nap. She's exhausted. She's had fun, right? And we're like, oh, she's in a nap. Good. She's falling asleep in the car. We put her down and she'll fight it for her whole nap time. And she'll be throwing stuff, you know, out of her crib and playing. Need I go on? Well, I've literally just been like, what is it, God? I've prayed and I'm like, God, give me wisdom for my child who needs a nap, who is tired. And I would like to take a moment. Um, and, and, and different people are like, well, maybe it's, she's overstimulated. Maybe she's out of her routine. And I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, but we've done that in different ways. Does that make sense? Like we've taken her places and she's taken her nap. Um, this Sunday, I felt like this little inkling, like, cause I prayed and I'm like, God, please. And I was like, you know what? Usually I feed her lunch at church. Um, but she doesn't eat very well because she's distracted. Right. Sorry if I'm going on this tangent, but there's a point to it, right? And she's distracted, so she doesn't very eat well, and she's hungry, right? It's a long morning. And then we come home, and we just put her down. Like, I gave her food. If she wants to eat, she eats, whatever. Well, this Sunday, I'm like, she didn't eat very well as usual, but, like, I gave her food. Um, so instead of just putting her down for her nap since she's already tired, we decided, I was like, let me just put her in her high chair like our normal routine when we get home from somewhere, and offer her a simple meal. I'm not going out of my way to create a second lunch for her, <laughs> but I'll give her something simple. I did. She actually ate well. And guess what? She took a nap. And I was like, dang, God, like you just told me what's up. <laughs> and, um, you know, for me, I felt like God just gave me that little nugget of wisdom and discernment in that moment to show me what she needed. Right. Um, and what she needed was maybe a little bit of routine right before her nap. And so will that change this Sunday? Who knows, but it worked for this Sunday. So my long story short was all to tell you a funny situation in my life where I asked God to give me wisdom. Um, and I felt like last Sunday he did. And so stay tuned for this Sunday and we will see what happens. But God will give you that mother's intuition you just have to learn to trust it. We think it's just like, oh, moms know. Yeah, we do. But God knows. And he tells us what we need to know. In James 1, 5, it says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. It's so simple. But if you need wisdom and what to do for your child, he won't be like, he won't rebuke you for asking. We're like, did you really not know already? He won't get mad at you. He won't be like, dude, that's a dumb question. <laughs> you know, he won't rebuke you for asking. He's generous and he will give you wisdom. Or maybe it's a bigger situation. What to do, like I said, at work with your spouse, with your family, um, with your future goals, with, you know, the unknown, the unexpected to come. He will give you wisdom. And in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it's such a pretty verse. <laughs> You might have heard it before, but really listen to it. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. You know, as a woman, as a mother, 
um, encountering life, like how many times have we really done this? Okay, God, I trust you with all my heart. I'm not going to lean on what I think. You know, so many times what we think and understand is what we use to determine how we react to situations. Well, I know my kid and if I know my kid, I'm going to do this. Or I know my mom or I know, you know, my boss or I know how the situation from what my understanding, this is how it goes. So this is what my plan is. But God is saying, no, sometimes you got to throw that out and trust in me because ultimately he knows what's best in certain situations, right? And it says, as we submit to him, as we say, hey, God, this situation in front of me, it's yours. He will make your path straight. He will make these crooked areas in our lives straight. He will make this frustrating, unexpected situation, and he will make it work somehow, some way. So trust in him with all your heart. So I don't know what to do was our second point. Sometimes we don't know what to do, but God will give us wisdom. And moving on to um, our last point called mom tribe, right? Mom tribe. We've been talking about God helping us today. And he is big enough to do it all by himself. But what is one major way that God extends his help to us? What is one way he does that? It's by his people being the hands and feet of Jesus. So many times we chat with our mom friends and hear them out on their current struggles. And and what's our normal response? Oh, girl, I'll pray for you. You got this. You're doing good. Like, oh, man, that's a bummer. (laughs) You know, I'll pray for you, though. But, But what if you had it in your ability to do more than just pray? What if God was calling you to help? All of us know that each of us have enough on our plate already and to help someone else would be hard or even inconvenient. But is it so wrong to be a bit inconvenienced at times in the effort to help someone who truly needed it? I know that all of us here have a lot going on and the thought of doing something extra to help another mom who has a lot on her plate it can be inconvenient and it's hard, right? But let me read this verse in Matthew 25, 35 through 40. It's a very powerful verse and it says, for, for I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did I ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. And the verse goes on to say, Jesus continues to say, I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink, etc., etc. He repeated it, but he was saying you did it. And they said, when did we not, when did we ever see you, Jesus? If we saw you, we would have done that. And he says, when you didn't help the least of these, these people, it's as if you weren't helping me. And so, you know, 
this verse, it makes me think of moms. You know, I was overwhelmed and you came and watched my kid for an hour so I could take a nap. You know, I was crying and didn't know what to do and you listened to me. I was, um, you know, needed an extra pair of hands, you know, on a Saturday because I had to go to work and you watched my kid for me, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Imagine that in the same way, right? And, um, you know, I'm going to share two examples in real life that has really touched my heart and shown me what this verse really means. And um, if you don't mind, one of uh, Mary Kate, um, our good friend who is here right now, um, her, she and her family have really shown me what this verse really means multiple times. They have such a generous heart. They have a lot going on. She works, her husband works, they have two kids, you know, et cetera. Like they have a life and they do a lot. And when we had um, uh, baby Homer, they came and they offered help. They offered to bring food, not one, but two or more times. Not only did they cook, but they brought an expensive meal um, and went out of their way to deliver it when they had things to do. And that's only one example of the many times that they have stepped in to be there for us when we needed them the most. When, you know, there's many times that they've helped us set up church, you know, because Homer and I, we set up church, you know, from uh, morning till when everyone leaves, we tear everything down for church because we love church. We love our family. But with two, now three kids, it's hard because if you notice, they're pull, they're all pulling at my leg. They need to be fed. You know, Homer's trying to help too. And we're putting chairs together. We're setting up the coffee because that's what we desire to do, but it's hard. And many times they have come early, left late just to help us. And I could go on and on. And, and, um, Ashley, she didn't make it here tonight. She's one of our other mom friends. She has come over and she's not one to ever toot her own horn. When we had Homer, she made a homemade meal, brought it over multiple times. She came and ate with us. When we threw uh, Joy uh, Joy's party the other day, she stayed after. I didn't ask her to, but it was a long party. We set up, we were pooped. And she stayed after because she was able to and cleaned the whole kitchen for me. I could cry. <laughs> you know, thinking about how sweet that is. And, you know, and so, you know, I just had to get a shout out to them because they're just, they did it when they didn't have to, right? And how many times as a mom have we had, you know, those opportunities that are inconvenient and not easy to do, but we have extended a helping hand to help these moms and to help our friends when they're struggling. Uh, give me one second. You know, and so the this verse in Galatians 6, 2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. You know, this verse is saying, Carry each other's burdens. This is God's will. And so, so many times, you know, we, we think like, Oh yeah, I'm going to help you, but like when I can, but I guess my point is I feel like I'm kind of rambling, but it is God's will for us to help one another. It is God's will to help each other carry the things that are too heavy to carry. A burden is heavy. It weighs something, but it is God's will for us to do so. Give me one second here.
that I am back. But so it is God's will for us to help one another carry the burdens that life throws our way. Wouldn't you be so grateful if someone came alongside you to help you stand up when you didn't have any more strength to keep going? That's what Jesus does for us. He lifts us up and gives us strength when we are weak. Let's challenge ourselves this week to be the hands and feet of Jesus when he gives us the opportunity to do so. Remember, it won't always be convenient, but it will be a blessing worth giving. Proverbs 11.25 says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And so, you know, the last point we talked about is mom tribe. And, and you know, it's one thing for us to come together and be encouraged and, 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 and be there for each other, which is what, as moms, as many of y'all know, we need that. We need each other. A lot of times as moms, we don't even have friends. We don't even have mom friends. But when we begin to connect with each other and hear each other out, we, don't, we, we finally don't feel alone. We feel like, well, I'm not the only one going through this as a mom. You know, I'm not, as a woman, as an individual, we need each other to talk, to encourage each other. And, and all of us here desire to grow in Christ together. We know that we need God, not only for our personal life, for our eternity, but as a mom, we need God. But going a step further in this community, for all of us here, we not only need each other to talk to and pray for, but to be there for each other when we need it most. To, to go that extra step and mile when, when one of us have it in our ability to help, let's offer that help. Let's be the hands and feet when we're hungry feed, when we need a break and we're able to, hey, bring your child over for an hour. Like, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. I'll throw them in the backyard. They'll be fine. Just kidding, you know, but we'll, we'll figure it out together. Let's be a group that isn't just a group who says it with our words, I'm praying for you, but let's be a group who actually helps each other when it's in our capability of doing so. And I love the last verse I shared because it says, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. When you go the extra mile and refresh others, especially when it's a sacrifice and inconvenient, it says that you will be refreshed too. God sees it. God will repay you. God will bless you when you need it most. It's like you're planting a seed for somebody else, but you will reap a harvest when you sacrifice and when you love and when you are a part of a mom tribe who goes the extra mile to do so. So, you know, um, today we talked about help me. We talked about those times when we're desperately calling out to God for help and we learn that he is there. And we talked about the times we don't know what to do and the wisdom that God gives. And then we ended on talking about the mom tribe and how God will use us as well to help each other when we need it most. I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.